0: Plot twists, we're obsessed with them.
1: In film, life and love, they turn up everywhere.
0: It's that moment in a story where it takes you in an unexpected direction.
1: I'm Tom, comedy and impressions lover.
0: And I'm Fran, super fan of reality TV and rom-coms. And we're from now.
1: And throughout this series, we're going to be interviewing TV and film stars, asking them all about their favourite plot twists, both on and off screen.
0: So, expect the unexpected and hopefully some behind the scenes gems that you've never heard before. Contain spoilers. Obviously.
1: So, Awkward Sophie and Peep Show.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Detective Ellie Miller, BAFTA winning performance in Broadchurch.
0: Yeah, she was the evil stepmom in Fleabag. Awful. Not to mention multiple queens. <laughs> She's played Queen Anne in *The Favorite*, Oscar-winning. Got the Oscar for it, and more recently, the Queen in *The Crown*, royalty.
1: I mean, anything she turns her hand to, it just seems to be gold dust.
0: When Olivia Colman popped up <laughs> on the interview schedule, I think I almost passed out. <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> names you just see, it and you're like, like, I think I yeah got a bit of, got a bit of sweat on, like. I said you did it before the it an interview. Excitement. Yeah, yeah she,
1: National treasure in waiting. That is, there's no question of that.
0: Well, we ran through some of the roles that she's had today and a lot of people might be thinking, you know, what are we going to see next from Olivia Colman? Well, the reason
1: why we're talking to Olivia Colman... Can I just say that again? Olivia Colman. Olivia Colman. Olivia Colman. Yeah, that, that's what it is this week, right? <laughs> the reason why we're talking to Olivia is for her new show, Landscapers, which arrives on now on the 7th of December... And it follows the true story of Susan and Christopher Edwards, who were convicted of murdering Susan's parents and actually covering it up for 15 years.
0: Yeah, it is mad. And this show doesn't just explore the case itself, but actually it delves into Susan and Christopher and why something like this might have happened, including sort of trauma and childhood experiences.
1: Yes, there are justifications, I suppose, that are followed and there's this almost this fantasy element that they've both sort of built up together Mm. and also a bit of a dark comedic edge. It's a really interesting concept.
0: And it's certainly not simple. Like, as you watch no. it, it really makes you question why sort of those events unfolded and why something like that might happen.
1: It's going to be a super interesting watch. But back to Olivia. We love her.
0: And as you might gather from our repetitiveness of, it's Olivia Coleman. <laughs> I think the reason we were just so excited is having seen her in interviews. She just seems like the most warm, relatable. She wears a heart Emotional. on her sleeve. Yeah. yeah, I just I just couldn't wait to get stuck into speaking to her.
1: I think what you see is what you get, and no matter what she would have done in her life, you feel like she'd be the same person.
0: And we actually started in a very unique place for an interview. We because did. spoiler alert incoming. I know. Because <laughs> it had been a doubly good day, because we actually had spoken to next week's guest a couple of hours prior to speaking to Olivia Coleman, who had a bit of a message for her. And that's where we started the interview.
1: Here's our interview with Olivia Coleman on Plot Twist. It's
0: Olivia Coleman.
1: Are we just going to chat then? Yeah, let's go uh, for it. Let's have a chit chat. Go, I mean, great. It's, it's been a funny old day. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it's been a strange one. We had Sir Trevor MacDonald on the podcast earlier today. As oh, we you think, did. Which was a, a pretty. Interesting and wonderful That's experience. A really hard act to follow. What? Well, no. Well, he's a big fan of you because stop he's... it. No, no. He's... Oh, I can't
0: cope. Shut the front door. As we left, are he said, kidding? "Where are you off to next?" And I was speaking to Olivia Con. He was like, "Please pass His on. That I'm popped. a huge oh God, fan." A proper goosebumps. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> and we thought any intro we did have planned has now gone out the window because nothing beats that. I think as an opener. I think he was.
1: He was more excited by that oh, than anything that we that asked on him you Have
0: you recorded did you record that bit? We'll try and maybe try and dig it out. We'll oh, not, we'll try God. and I'm sure, send it across. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yes, he was
1: very excited and he said he was looking forward to the landscapers. Oh, so, wow. so
0: there we go. Okay. There we go. Oh, I don't know how we so follow cool. up with that from Trevor McDowell being a fan. I but... once
2: I I don't know why I was I was at the BBC for an audition or something in my sort of first few years out of drama school, and he walked past and I smiled at him and he just went, Hello and just that what a oh charm he's got a real aura yes yeah. and he sort of he, I don't know he felt magical mm. he felt he's the man you trust from the telly and yes he is magical and warm and smiley and, and all knowing
0: yes he was. Well, I mean some of the stories we heard were in, extraordinary it felt like he knew fan. I needed him to say hello to me that day because it was an audition yeah. it was gay uh, oh. And he knew today clearly as well because yes. he passed on the message through us. He is magic. <laughs> yeah, he specifically
1: asked at the end. He said, "Please pass on my, my best wishes." So how lovely is that? Oh my God. There we go.
0: <laughs> now, as a follow-up to that, I mean, the original introduction that we had planned sorry, was something yeah, was that I was that? desperate to ask. Okay. Um, it's about your dog oh, yes. um, and how his formal he? title. How is he? Oh, did
2: you know that he wasn't well? Oh no! No, no. Alfred Lord Waggison. Alfred Lord Waggison. <laughs> is he a sir or just he an should Alfred? Be, shouldn't he? But what's higher than a sir? <laughs> Lord Duke. King, I don't, a king King sounds pretty nice, high, it's got a it? good ring to it. Yeah. Yes,
0: King Alfred. I love that. My Lord cat's um, <laughs> Albus Dumblepaw, inspired <gasps> uh, by Harry Potter. That's so, very good. Yeah, and I always wonder, like, can I go with the formal title when I'm summoning him in from the garden? So I just wondered if you had any advice, oh, someone who's Alfred got... Alfred Lord Waggison! <laughs> yeah. Sung. yeah. <laughs> Albus is getting quite sassy though recently. I'm yeah. not sure I'm feeling maybe about it's it. the title. I've mm, given him maybe. a post yeah.
2: too high. Yeah, he's yeah, bit up himself now. up
0: himself no. <laughs> um,
1: Well, Walfred, he
2: gets called Wed quite a lot at home. <laughs> oh, Walfred, he's ten, so he's not that old. So he was peeing in the night, which is very unhim, and he was mortified. And oh. I thought, well, it's not that he just can't be asked because that's not him. So a few nights on the trot, and he was drinking more. And I remember my mum going talking about diabetes. She was a nurse. Aww. Oh, I wonder if it's that. And we took him to the vet, and I <laughs> I finally went Well, he's drinking more. Well, yes, of course he'll pee more. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think like... I think it's a bit more than that. I think you know. And so they, they kept him in, and sure enough, he's he is diabetic.
0: Aww, oh, little chap. Him. So now we have to
2: give him injections twice a day. Oh. But he's such a brave, good boy. Aww. And the scruff of the neck, bit they don't feel it. Well, oh, that's good. I mean, he's letting us. He doesn't.
1: Doesn't show it. Doesn't he's show a, it. He's a, he's a proud he man. He might be going, oh, yeah.
2: God. He's, he's being very brave.
1: <laughs> proud outbreak. And now he's
2: all bright and sparky again. Oh, good. It's oh, that's great. good. I'm okay, well, yeah, thank, thank you for asking. That You're, welcome. Well, yeah, there You're we
1: welcome. There we go. There we go. Let's, um, I
2: love this. Let's just talk
1: about dogs. <laughs> we can <laughs> talk about dogs, yeah. Let's talk about pockets. I've got a Bichon freeze called Betsy. <laughs>
2: oh, my goodness. Yeah, a bit of a diva. She is a Oh, diva. Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have to do lots of grooming?
1: I don't personally. She's no, very Somebody fluffy. else does, but um, yeah. yeah, she comes in. Does she come swagly. back before? Yeah. Yeah. Regal. She's quite a full dolly partner, do. Yeah. No, she's a bit of a diva. Oh, Betsy. Let's ask you a plot twist question. Yes. No, because we really want to know. You've had many roles where there's been some form of plot twist, but, of course, they can happen in real life as well. What, for you, (laughs) Um, full of them, what would be your plot twist?
2: It's so cheesy, but meeting Ed
1: is my big plot twist.
2: twist. It is. And I literally, and I know this, I've said this a thousand times, you probably, you know, if you've read in the interviews, it's always in an interview, but um, I did... (laughs) I walked into a rehearsal room and saw his right hand profile and went, oh, that's him. I'm going to marry him. That's him." Before he'd even looked at me or spoken, imagine if you turned around and just', uh, uh, just... <laughs> 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 or, not been remotely mid year or no teeth or something, but luckily he's beautiful, and oh. yeah, and that changed my life then I've, I've you know
1: did you believe in that before that? that sort of almost the love at first? sight. Oh, I love all that shit. I yeah. do, yeah. But like
2: no, I, I never. I don't think I ever believed it could actually happen, I, mm. but it did. Absolutely, it it was a split second. That's him.
0: Did I read though that he at first? Oh, no idea. He wasn't in the same boat necessarily. Rubbish. But you were convinced. You're like, nope. I mean, he's. I'm a marry him. I'm a seven on a good day. No. Please, Olivia, I
2: am absolutely. I'm sort of fishing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, he he really wasn't remotely interested. Oh, I just had to, you know, ethic. I really have this. a work ethic, if nothing else. Yeah. And <laughs> I wanted him, so yeah. This, I mean, this sounds very stalky. In other situations, I could possibly be arrested, but um, I did just—I <laughs> followed him around the place until.
0: But look, we've ended up.
2: Yeah, and so I do remind him every morning. You are a very lucky man. <laughs> 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 you could be with someone who doesn't love you as much as I do. Oh, it does sound like a stalker.
0: No, no it's fine. I think it's. A, it's a if it works story. out, it's it romantic. Out. If yeah. it's not, yeah. it's <laughs> like
1: she's looking. I'd know, be very interested yes, if you were so...
2: interviewed, Ed, and I'd love to hear his side of it. Yeah, tell us about get the love at first sight moment
1: for out you. <laughs> that can be part two of the interview. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just um, you, you, one thing that has been asked a lot is how you got into acting, and something that I thought was really interesting is that we've had a few guests recently where. I think Brian Cox, Cynthia Revo, they... Um, oh, Cynthia Revo. She's amazing. But they amazing were like three, four, five years of age and they they found some sort of inkling, some Are sort they of... Were they
2: tiny? They were tiny, room? whereas
1: you had no inkling and you were 16. Yeah. And even then it was a bit like, well, okay, yeah. I'll give it a go.
2: I mean, I probably watched people on the telly and sort of didn't allow myself to, you know, don't be silly, sort of quashed carried it. Carried away. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But suddenly I did a play and it was really tangible, thought, oh, my God, I I really love this. I love it. And I know I've said this before as well, but I was so shit at everything at school. Sorry, I also swear a lot. You no, do it. I swear. Oh, it. No, no, no. I fuck for that. <laughs> um, um, I was so shit at everything at school and just sort of, you know, year by year. Ugh. And school very often is a very narrow measure of people. and, and it really is, yeah. yeah. and and now everyone's so much better about just you know, working out what dyslexia is and the fantastic help everyone can get. But... And I, I wasn't dyslexic, but I just had, couldn't do academia. It was, mm. I just couldn't pay attention to it. And then suddenly I found something I was good at and and it was like a light bulb. So maybe that's a plot twist, the first that's play. That's a we plot go. twist, yeah. that's pretty Boom. solid. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, suddenly the first play I ever did and I suddenly realised I know what I want to do forever. Although it took me a while to work out if I could.
0: Because I did find something online, and we do, you know, this could be the truth or not, that you apparently had an advisor who said you'd be a good HGV driver. Oh, no, that's slightly misinformation. Right, that okay. Was, um, we did, I did one day. Uh, we've got yeah. a few scattered through yeah, that yeah. were <laughs> like truth yeah. or not truth.
2: <laughs> no, it was a computer test at school, you know, sort of careers test. Oh, yeah. And you quickly press buttons or whatever. yeah. 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 Um, I think it was called the Oasis test or something. And I was hoping actor, actor, act. Actually, that was before I'd done a play. I mean, it the back came up with line, yeah. HGV yeah. lorry driver. And I went, ah, oh, oh
0: wow, it's an no interesting option, It's an incredible
2: uh, thing. And we need, uh, we need drivers, help, uh, but it's not where my hopes were pinned. Very different to where uh, you have ended up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do, I do love driving. And I've got to say, I did a film in Ireland and... Uh, that must be beautiful. Did, oh, so beautiful. But we had all these great cars and lots of stunt driving. And the car people said, you're the best. If you ever need to, you can come and work for us as the stunt department of the cars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might have just been very polite and sweet, but I was so thrilled. Just keep their number. Yeah, I loved just it. In case. <laughs> Wheel spins and I didn't have to do anything oh. particularly difficult. The really great stunts, obviously, were done by proper stunt drivers, but they said, well done.
1: That's which is really really cool. nice. That is really cool. <laughs> yeah, when you're doing those, so the initial plays, obviously, it's clear like the passion comes through. Because like you, I find it hard to concentrate at school at times. Yeah. and I had to find I'm I'm a very passionate guy. I need to find something to really channel yeah. that energy. Where for you, down that road, did you think this is this is where I want to go? This is because you do the first one at sixteen, and then, you know, entering your twenties, is that yeah. you set on that?
2: Yes, yeah, so I think in my twenties, I met other people who, who did want to do it for a career. And Mm -hmm. because I was thinking, maybe I'll I'll do nursing, or I'll do teaching, or I'll do. But my mum was a nurse, and she always said it's a it's a wonderful career, and it's you know it's
0: helping people
2: is incredibly rewarding. And she was one of life's natural beautiful nurses, and so that was appealing. But there's always this thing in the back of my mind since that play. I think it was in my twenties. Yeah, meeting meeting other people who were sort of going to dump the. The normal path and go and audition for things. Oh, so brave, <laughs> and and then I met Ed as well, and he was going down a very very sensible path, and he didn't really like it. And I said, "Run away with me, we'll be actors." <laughs> 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 and he went, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, and actually, he always wanted to write, but uh, suddenly to meet people who didn't go—that's outrageous. Mm. How irresponsible! You know, to be sensible, you need to you, know, you needed something to fall back
0: on, but to meet people who went do it, and I found my tribe. I suppose you talk about sort of those careers which are helping people, but actually, a lot of people we've interviewed as well, the thing that they enjoy most about their chosen career yeah. is the entertaining of people, which is an important thing to do to be able to bring joy, lightheartedness, yeah. You know, provide people with entertainment they can get absorbed in. I think it's you know, it's a it's a different form of giving back to people, but it's definitely in a similar vein, isn't it?
2: Yeah, well, I I hope
0: it, I hope, I really hope, I mean, I know what my
2: mum does for people and that is really above, you know, that's, mm. I, if, to compare what I did to yeah, what she not, does. Yeah, not in the same... But I, I oh, do yeah. hope it gives people joy and, and escapism. We all need that and, yeah. you know, uh, yes. so I, I, I do hope people like it. I really hope they need it otherwise, because I can't do anything else. So,
0: if, <laughs> <laughs> apart from um, stunt driving, which yeah. we've heard you've got yes, actually, in. I could yeah. do that,
2: I do a really good wheel spin.
1: Oh, I dog! Group, I you drive know, You could be, be a dog walker. That could
2: be. Oh, do, I, yes, that'd be idea. I'm also very job. good now at injecting
0: dogs with insulin. Oh, There we go. So Only if they need building it. Building up savings, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not just any old random dog. <laughs> uh, now we want to talk about landscapers. So obviously, we've seen you as your role in the Queen, so paying someone who's a real life figure. Now this is a real life figure of a very different kind, being one half of a murdering duo. So can you talk us about that process? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so so Ed read,
2: I think, the long read in The Guardian five or six years ago about this case. Mm. And he's, it's fascinating. And I, I know that he was... Why was her historical childhood abuse not really... Brought to light? Yeah, mm. why, why was it not massively... Why was it used? And because we all know... It's it doesn't go away, and mm. and and it's often adults who who you know realize they've been struggling as adults because of what happened to them, and it's only now coming out. And we know that. So he just wanted to look at it from a different point of view, a very sympathetic point of view of Susan's. And he wrote to them, to Susan and Christopher, in prison. Did he? And lots. Of, you can't ask about the case, and he did say this is not a sort of miscarriage of justice type piece. It's just. I'm fascinated by what you went through and and everything. And these beautiful, eloquent, gentle letters came back and forth and he just wanted to ask about the the things you collected. Why was that? And she said it's because they were all of the men, that so Mitterrand, Gary Cooper, they were all fantastic fathers and that's what she had never experienced. Mm. She just wanted to cry. But um, that's where she, she was obsessed with, I suppose this tragedy had happened and she built a physical wall with things mm. that would protect her. And, and so anyway, he found this all fascinating and he thought it was worth exploring this story from a different point of view. Mm. And, and I just became, I was just reading what he'd written. He, I've always known that he's an incredible writer, but he mm. hasn't always known it. And finally he showed someone and they went, oh my God, this is great. I know, I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and also wonderful Jane Featherstone, at sister, who he showed it to. And he said, is it, is it I mean, I've got cowboys, I've got everything, I've got fantasy and she went, Absolutely write whatever you want to write. It's that's the way to do it. And later on, if it gets commissioned, then well they might have to take things out because of budget. But at the moment, write what's in your heart. And and she was so incredible, you know, to him and supported him.
1: How does that translate day say then when you're working together with Ed? Was there, was there much interaction on set in that sense in terms of his vision and your portrayal?
2: No. We sort of worked out that it works better if uh, yeah. he's really good at his thing. Don't work and with I do, your pets.
1: Don't work with your family. family that, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Although Alfred has oh, yes, been on set with me, yes. he's very well behaved. Um, it just he, I suppose, because he's been he's my best friend, and has, we've been he's been my best friend for 27 years, and he hears all of that, what I feel about scripts. We've read scripts together for 27 years, mm. and I really his taste is amazing. And so he wrote what he knew actors would want to do as well. So not to, but he says, I've I've sort of read this bit and I read it and it was her sort of reliving something but then talking to the police, reliving, and he said, is that too much? I went, no, you never get to do that, that's
1: great. But it plays to the fantasy of the characters. Exactly. Because they they transcend into like the 50s and the movies and the romantic romantic side of it. One thing I did want to ask you that I thought was really interesting and you kind of almost get it from the opening scene is when... Susan's on the phone to her lawyer, yeah. or potential lawyer at that point, point. Yeah. and you can see that sort of hope and optimism, but there's also that sort of anxiety. It's a very sort of physical performance, facially. She appears one way, then suddenly you see this weakness on the other side in, in a split second, and it's that transformation physically that you see. Is that something that you, you deliberately worked on?
2: Uh, well, that's what was written Them. all. I do believe if the script's good enough, it's all there. And just trying to do it justice. What he and he wrote, you know, she's she's flicking between these things, and and I wanted to try and do what he'd said. Mm. And, and I sort of watching it, or he he never let me be. I never watched any of the rushes, you know. So at the end of the day, he'd get sent the, the bits, and and I'd sneak in. He'd go, "No, fuck off," and I
0: <laughs> have to go out because he just
2: wanted to, you know. I he didn't want me to read his face watching and. So <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's that home dynamic, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Eddie, fuck off! <laughs> I love
1: it. Tell it like it is. Yeah. Um, so
0: you say that he was writing to them in prisons. That must have been quite a, a strange kind of dynamic of building like a bit of a personal relationship with them, but then yeah, writing so his story say- because they proclaim their innocence still, don't they? Yeah. So
2: quite like quite challenging. Yeah, and he said it was odd giving two convicted murderers our home address, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Which he only I said recently do. in an interview. I went, oh, my God, yeah. Actually, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. But they are two people who would, they wouldn't ever hurt anybody else. You know, it was sort of a the perfect storm of, we'll never know what happened that night, mm. because both of them are, te- you know, it, it doesn't add up to, to the evidence, mm. the compelling evidence. But the fact that they have said this story to try and sort of Give each other an out, and to make it easier for each other. I think part of the angle that Ed took, which is very sympathetic to Susan and mm. all, sort of through her mind. Something that I find important about it is that historical abuse of a child is cannot be underestimated. The damage that can mm. be done there, and it doesn't mean that she's going to be bad. Not people. Not all people who've suffered you know, end up murdering someone. Mm. But it, 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 as I said, the perfect storm. Whatever happened that night. I mean, humans can only be pushed so far, I think. Mm. Some people, depending on, you know, what they've had to deal with, snap. And whether it was Christopher that snapped because it was his beloved or we'll never know. Mm. Um, but it is quite telling that nobody wondered where the parents had gone. Yeah. For 15 exactly. years. Yeah. I you mean, know.
1: Just, just, Yeah. It, it was, was it the birthday card when he, when the dad was meant to turn a hundred that kind yes. of then instigate you know?
2: One of my favourite lines. We know he's never going to turn up to that interview, Susan,
0: because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it is quite at a point. It's very like quite a lot of dark comedy yeah. in it, and it's we were discussing it so uniquely short in that, like you say, you kind of buy into that fantasy romance yeah. world, and it's so at odds with then kind of when the credits roll and you get like the hard facts about the case. You're yeah. a bit like drawn in, and yeah. and you have to try and find where you because, sit. Because true yeah.
2: true crime is is a huge sort of multi million dollar business. People, People are, are obsessed. fascinated, obsessed, mm. and and so Ed has, and Ed we love it too. Um, I don't know why we love it all so much,
0: but it's fascinating to think there is something when it comes up with this is a true story. that yeah. makes you go, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. yeah, it is fascinating, and and the discussions <laughs> that emanate afterwards and everything.
2: But this is that done in a very different way and sort of and going into the fancy and you know her imaginative world mm. and I, I didn't think you could i could see it done in a different way but he's really so changed it it's really
1: it's beautifully shot as well yes it
2: is and Will yeah. the genius of of Will's visual you know brain Seception, as well yeah, it's so when ed wrote it you can imagine many directors going uh <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know how to do that. But Will went, Yes, okay, we can do okay, red and green for them for the Ed calls it the myth. It's in his script, you can't sort of he goes we go into the myth, which is his other mm. world where they are creating and sort of puppeteering when yeah. you're telling your story. And so Will said, Okay, well that will be depicted with colour and that will be you know, so it's great that to find Will who knew how to make it happen. Mm,
0: bring that to life.
1: Yeah. And it comes out is it next week, seventh. Seventh. Sixth
0: in America, seventh here.
1: Exciting. Yeah. And do
0: you, when something like this drops and people start watching, do you look at people's reactions? Do you seek that out or do you prefer, I, prefer I not I made to? Ed delete all his news apps <laughs> because... I Really? I, neither of us are terribly
2: brave, but he has, you know has sort of talked me down so many times over the years when I've seen something which someone's mean, mean mm. and I'm not very thick skinned and so I he's... Think people
1: are for the sake of it though aren't they? It's almost I to give them some, some sort of just some sort of power real... edge that I mean, just yeah. will differ
2: Susan and Christopher did a bad thing, but <laughs> but people who are cruel, I think if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything say at, all. at all. It's a really good rule to live by
1: Absolutely. people
2: yeah. who hurt other people bravely from you know from their phones mm. anonymously. They don't know what hurt it causes. But I've told Ed to, just in case, not Relatively read yes. anything. Yeah. No, I yeah. think that's a
1: wise move. Social is a bit of a yeah. funny space.
0: And it's um, amazing how yeah. one bad comment can completely outweigh the hundreds remember. of good comments. Absolutely. Yeah. You never yeah. remember something that's nice that's been said. Mm. Yeah.
1: I'm sure there'll be plenty of nice comments for this. It's, it's I a, hope yeah. so. We've had a cheeky preview. I, what I would great. really
2: enjoy it. I would love Ed to win something because then I could just sit back.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not have to do any, or no offence, like, any
1: I intus. contributed to this. Yes, yeah. i we'll
0: just go, I knew. I wanted to ask you a bit around kind of your CV of the different roles that you've played. So obviously you kind of broke into TV with Sophie in, in Peep Show and she was a very kind of specific type of character. But if we look, we were looking back at some of the main amazing stuff that you've been in. There's been a detective, royalty, you've been an evil stepmother, you've been the office train wreck. You know, <laughs> you've know, you played so many different types of characters and roles, there's all diversity there. Was that something with roles that you kind of sought out to do different things or did it just come about as opportunities presented themselves and they just happened to show that diversity? I think it's a mixture of things. So for example, after
2: Tyrannosaur came out, I was sent three scripts where with almost exactly the same mm. Well, No, I don't want to do that. I've, I've done it, and I think Tyrannosaur. I think Patty did it as well as you can do
1: it. Um, mm. I'm so emotional, that film. Yeah, you? love yeah. that film. Yeah.
2: And so uh, something that was completely different to that would always be more appealing. And, yeah, I think I've always wanted to try and do different things, and invariably a lot of the time, because they go, oh, she, she's a crier, and so they get sent <laughs> to, uh, you know, a script where you cry a lot. And they go, oh, OK, well. And it's it is nice to do something different.
0: Is there any role that's landed and you've gone, I don't think I can do that, which has made you want to do it more? Oh, I wish I was that person. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I like that one, I'm going to do it. Okay, that's too <laughs> hard.
2: Someone else will do that better.
1: Now You said about the emotion. I'm not going to steal your thunder, Fran, because you you picked up on this, but was it the earpiece? Was it yeah, it the... is true. Oh, yeah. So when you're
0: playing the Queen, obviously yeah. it has to be very emotionally... She's very strong. Very basically. strong. Yeah. But you had an earpiece playing yeah. you something. Was it that shipping? Was, yeah, shipping news. That was during
2: <laughs> um, during the Aberfan, uh episode. Yeah. Which, which I absolutely... Very... I can't even think about it. And I've never been able to watch it. Well, and... Um, yeah, whenever we <laughs> filmed oh. that, they had to put an earpiece in, so I was just hearing north at Sierra, south at Sierra, and just trying to not
1: <laughs> yes, look the at process. the flowers
2: or, you know, know what was happening, mm. yeah, so I just...
0: <laughs> and how how difficult that must be, though, to be in the scene, mentally trying to be away from it, but still be present. That must be quite challenging. Yeah, no, it was so great having that earpiece. You just switched to Yeah, switched so literally i just...
2: Deadpan <laughs> <laughs> phase. Yeah, deadpan phase. Deadpan yeah. Phase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe a frown I couldn't quite hear it. To which we go. <laughs> I just, yeah. Oh wow. I probably get
1: so distracted anyway. I know I can't get back in the scene, Tom. Yeah, come on, let's, yeah. yeah. It um, was a
2: bit sort of half, uh, and you could someone going because i was slowing down because I'm listening to the thing. We have to come get your <laughs> mark. I'm sorry. But
0: you've taught come it a on. few times. You're someone who does wear your heart on your sleeve, and I think that's why people enjoy watching your performances so much and connect you. to you. I think. Uh-huh. Thank yeah. you. I think <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, so. guys. What do you think <laughs> has been your most challenging role from that regard in terms of putting your emotion into a role oh i don't know
2: um i mean that scene well, must itself the, must it have been call, pretty maybe
1: that, that scene itself probably was that must be up there surely
2: yes that was very very, yeah very difficult because i just i, I couldn't really switch off me
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is yeah.
2: not ideal from an acting point of view but normally if it's if you if you're meant to cry then that's great um, yeah, if
0: you can switch it on, it's yeah. a, if it's at the surface, I suppose yeah. when you're
2: playing a role that requires that, yeah. then it's delivered in a very I mean, authentic board way. Broadchurch, the very beginning, they, they were, oh. you know, you are you are a h- policewoman. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't now no. yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, so there's some some parts I've to have had to adapt a little bit
0: because I can't stop it. Well, I think when you when you won the Oscar, like your speech <laughs> for that, like I when I was watching that, like I was, I was welling up, and all your co-stars, you can see everyone else. It's oh. so emotional connection. with Stone, you there, yeah. kind yeah. of welling up with you. It was really like <laughs> <laughs> it's a lump in the throat She's moment. She cried
2: more the, than when she did, got her own one. <laughs> 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 oh.
0: Yeah, but it's so relatable, you know. Like obviously, we're just so incredibly like those proud women, M, of you and... M
2: and Rachel, because for the Oscars, you. I don't think I've ever said this out loud before, but for the Oscars, you have to choose where you what, you, what you go up for. And I refused to do it because we were equal. And absolutely, I said, I'm not doing it. And if they can't, if we can't win equally, I'm I'm not, absolutely not doing that. And Emma and Rachel had, had gone quietly and said, you've got one, you've got one. Let's, we'll get, we'll make her do that. <laughs> so they, so they, they said they wanted to go in as supporting to force me to do the other one. And so Yorgos told me, I know. Uh, And that's friends above and beyond, isn't it? That's amazing.
1: If you think about the magnitude of what that is and what it represents for many actors, yeah, yeah, it's incredibly selfless, I guess. Yeah,
0: they are
2: incredible, lovely people.
0: I was going to say, sorry, speaking of people, the other plot twist question we like to ask, and you may have played played a a person in your first plot twist answer, so we'll try and find another angle for it, but... Is there any person that has been an unexpected influence on your life or your career that people might be surprised to know about in terms of the direction you've taken?
1: Mm. Or mentor, maybe. Mentor or
0: yeah. friend. Oh,
2: that's quite tricky. I know that um, <laughs> Lindy, Lindy and Olive, who are my agents, Lindy, who's the one who took me on first,
0: mm.
2: she has always been just... just has really got my back. And then Olive came on board too and now I'm looked after by both of them. But when I go, I don't know about this part and she goes, go, here's a litmus. Can you imagine someone else playing it? Are you angry? Oh. And <laughs> so I'm a little bit angry. Um, but she's, and then she was the one that quite early on said, you have to stop accepting supporting roles and it's going to be scary and it's you're going to get nothing for a while. But I think you have to take that gamble. I mean, that's a hell of a, Thing to say to someone, mm-hmm. and she was right, and it changed everything. And just her sort of knowledge, her wisdom, her guidance, and and I I did love going to auditions. They'd get, they'd always go, oh, you're with Olive and Lindy. We love them.
0: Oh. That's
2: so nice. That these these wise, powerful women are lovely to everybody. And Do you still use that as really a important if someone else played it? it would I be angry? Is oh, that yes, still yes, something still use. have that. Yeah. Yes,
0: it's still the best test. Great piece of advice. Yeah, it
2: is. Well, if you're going up for any sort of job interview, if if that person gets it, how do I feel? And if
0: you go, "No, oh, fine, actually, I think they do it really well." Mm. Fine, walk away. It's,
1: and, it's that's good. really good. It, actually. Is, it is good, it, isn't, isn't it? Actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: A bit like that. And also, having played so many different roles, you must have some great stories about auditions.
1: What's the cigarette butt? Where, where yeah, did Tom, said you uh, like a cigarette? What, butt? Yeah, where, that, where, which audition was that? Oh, for? that
0: was that was.
2: That was auditioning. I didn't know it was... So in the town of Cambridge, I started at teacher training college. And I think now Homerton is part of the university, but it wasn't when I was there. You didn't matriculate until three years in. And I left after a term, I think, Um, because I just couldn't do it. (laughs) And um, so I just cycled around Cambridge with all these proper students who were very clever. And I saw this sign saying auditions. "Eh!" And I went in. Because I was the same age, as everyone. No one ever asked if I was at the university or not. Just went along. Just what Oh, I went yeah. to uh, I went to architecture lectures. I went to an EC law lecture. Don't advise it. That was very dry. And <laughs> uh, I just bumbled into lectures and it was amazing. I, I also think that. I was probably not allowed now, but
0: yeah, <laughs> the same. people shouldn't yeah. do that. But it was great. So, I just <laughs> had a
2: wonderful time and I worked as a cleaner. And but I went to this thing that was auditions and I went in, and it was three people. So they went, okay, you've got to find something in this room and sell it to us like it's food. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tough crowd. And um, I And I was looking around and there was this disgusting ashtray. <laughs> oh, and no. it was an op. And I I picked that. And I was trying to tell them, this is very nutritious um, food. And and absolutely nothing. And I went, I oh, ate it. Uh, and they went... Ab- just that, just absolute. Yeah, can't so I'm, what has I'm, she I'm just done? At in shock. Mouth open. Yeah. Mouth yeah. open. Yeah. And I thought, well, I screwed that, and went out. But they just decided she's game, so uh, <laughs> so I was in. And that was. It turns out that was her sort of footlights. With yeah. And I, mean, I had it to, shows a
0: level of commitment, doesn't
2: it? I know. Well, they did think, yeah, she's...
0: <laughs> they probably thought, is she? Is she going to go for
1: it? She's not very good, but she'll do. No, she. Yeah. Well, Footlights p- paved the way for quite a few people in, in acting, right? I
0: think. Yeah, well, that's yeah. where I
2: met Rob Webb and David Mitchell, yeah. who were the most... They, what a
1: partnership. Yeah. What a
2: partnership. And they, my God, they worked so hard. They wrote. So we sort of, we got on. They were just mates. We all met when we were 19. And they were just lovely people and... Really funny and really driven and really wanted to work and and then we separated for, you know for years and I went off and worked again as I and I got did a typing course so I could type and still some cleaning work but worked as a secretary and and then went to drama school and then I got this call BBC called for an inter, for an audition what oh, what <laughs> and got there and it was Rob and David who'd been they'd spent the interim years just. Absolutely fucking working mm. and yeah. writing and writing for other people and writing scripts for other people and um, sketches for other people. And finally that someone had let them have a go at their own show and they said, well, we need some women. They went, <laughs> well, I'll make Collie if she's still doing it, you know. And, and so they called me in for an audition. Wow. Oh, thank you. And that was the first tele job I got. and
1: How many years later was that after you'd, you'd seen it before?
2: So that maybe three years since we'd seen each other.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's not what you know; it's who you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does help. I mean, you also don't—you can't be shit at it. Cause it's <laughs> yeah,
0: you. I think it's that um, Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, they—they they were amazing, and it's—and their trust in me was nice, and and we sort of learnt together. You know, yeah
1: it lovely, though. All these years later, that you know, all three of you have been super um, successful in, yeah. in, in doing different projects. Oh my god, and... And we did
2: some hilarious jobs together. We did TIE, which is Theatre in Education, in a crappy old van. And We put <laughs> up a terrible set, and we got paid twenty-five quid a fortnight, I think. And that was really just driving in a van up to schools and back again. And, <laughs> and uh, it was the miser we did, and. 14 characters but only four actors. I mean, it was oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Pretty I intense. I, can, I I'm so pleased it's not been captured on
1: it would be so funny to watch it. You think it's amazing though to think that oh by the way years later these guys are going to be you know pretty big deal so you no might want to watch would this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one would believe you. I suppose our, the last question is obviously Landscape is coming out next week. We're really excited about that. But what else is in the future for you? Is there anything that you've got in your line that you'd like, I'd really like to do a role like this? Or, what's
1: coming, what's coming up? What's I mean, just think a, a bit Well, of The Lost Parker. Daughter
2: is, is coming out soon as well, which is Maggie Gyllenhaal's first film, which we filmed in Greece a year ago in October. And that's uh, based on an Eleanor Ferrante book. That's, oh, that's great. To, uh, Maggie's done a... Oh, and Jessie Buckley. She's a smart
1: cookie as well, isn't she? Oh, she's so clever. Yeah, yeah, she, had to, yeah. she
2: had to direct me in a different way as everybody else. She'd, <laughs> oh, really? uh, she'd have Dante references, and I'd just go, Jilly Cooper. I'm much more Julie yeah. Cooper. <laughs> and she, so she had to read you, she just spoke to me. But she was so clever that she, and she'd whisper in your ear something different. So the actors were sort of almost playing different things to each other. Oh, wow. oh, it was so much fun. So that's coming out soon. Oh, and I'm going to do some Wonka in January. Oh, that has oh. been already leaked. Okay. Oh, so okay. Eugene fine. hasn't put his face around them all. Going, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> he's not going.
1: <laughs> I'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, not excited on that! that it's super exciting. Yeah, really exciting. Oh, okay. Yeah. We will keep an eye out for this.
0: lots so of look
1: forward to. Yeah. Well, look. Thank you so much for thank coming you. on the podcast. Thank We love to chat. Chat about dogs. Chat about landscapers. Yeah. And, and and everything else uh, that comes out next week on Tuesday in the UK. And, uh... Can I just
2: say hello to Pockets, our other dog? I don't want her to feel oh, sort of you yes. know, underrepresented. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Pockets. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Very nice. Great.
1: Oh, my goodness. A big. Thank you to Olivia Coleman. That was so wonderful. And it almost encompassed everything that she is. It was silly. It was serious. It was funny. It was emotional.
0: It was great. Dogs got a shout out. Cats got a shout out. Husbands <laughs> got a shout out. I feel like <laughs> we covered all bases. And I feel like the reaction to Sir Trevor McDonald saying... Pass on, I'm a big fan, was brilliant. She was so visibly moved. Moved by it. It was, oh, she was wonderful. We've
1: not had that before, have we passing one message? Cross-pollination <laughs> of podcasts.
0: I love that. <laughs> Send us your messages, we'll give them to the guests. <laughs> and
1: new tactic going forwards, let's just talk about dogs because Yeah. It's just she, a win it's a winning formula.
0: She loved that. But she I did. honestly, as you say, It was everything I expected and more. She, during that interview, was visibly moved, welled up speaking about some of those moments that were particularly close to her heart. You know, we had her talking about scenes from The Crown and being unable to not be emotionally invested in those scenes.
1: That just makes me like her more.
0: I know, I know. And I was sat there like half welling up too. I couldn't even look (laughs) you in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) I caught you shedding a tear.
1: And even the the mischief, I know. not even enrolled at uh, Cambridge, but turns up and then ends up eventually going into footlights, which is you know a, a start up for many actors and comedians.
0: Do you think she'd be eternally known as the student who ate the cigarette butt? Because I feel like if I'd got wind of that, I'd never have let that go. <laughs> <laughs> her plot twist was super cute, though. Her husband, I knew And you'd I think like that. we did expect that because she talks a lot about her admiration and her amazing relationship she has with her husband. And he obviously wrote Landscapers.
1: He did, yeah. It's the first sort of major TV miniseries he's written. But my goodness, what a job he's done with it. And it was interesting, her take on it, because obviously you've got the true story of what Susan and Christopher Edwards allegedly did, and they're obviously Mm. in prison now. But her focus was very much on the characters themselves and what they'd been through that perhaps explained partly why what happened did.
0: Yeah, and I... We were going to ask the question, you know, have you spoken to them? Because I say they're, they're serving yeah, time the in letters. prison for the crime. Yeah, I did not think that they would have exchanged multiple letters. I thought maybe there would have been a meeting, but actually, you know, she was saying that they, in these letters, came across as a very sort of nice, mannered, kind of soft couple, which is quite juxtaposed against sort of. Th- that narrative around the crime itself. So, yeah, really, happened. it was almost as layered speaking to Olivia about it as it is when you watch the series, which there really are kind yes. of multiple yes. angles that you can look at this crime and what unfolded.
1: Yeah, and people will take away different uh, opinions and there are many layers involved. But one thing that you can say is that both Olivia Colman, unsurprisingly, and David Thewlis, who plays Christopher Edwards, are both
0: brilliant. Mm, brilliant performances. And that's available to watch on now from the 7th of December. So usually at this point, we do the big reveal of next week's guest, but I've already revealed that. <laughs> but Sir it doesn't Trevor. make it any less impressive.
1: Oh, my goodness, no. Sir Trevor MacDonald, one of the most famous newsreaders ever in Britain. This is a man that has interviewed Saddam Hussein, Colonel Gaddafi. Has He was the first journalist to speak to Mandela after mm. his prison release. He has had the most extraordinary career. So to speak to him and work out some of his plot twists is going to be magical
0: yeah this is a conversation you certainly don't want to miss and you've only got seven days to wait
1: so until then we'll see you next week